So I went home last week, as I always do, and uh, after Shabbat is over and I go home and have a little lunch, the same thought often will then come into my head after it's all said and done, and the thought is, the heck did I talk about again? <laughs> so thank God for Peter's videos. Yeah. Salt. Because then I get to, that was it, something about salt. So then I get to listen to the video, because of all this anointing is oozing out of me, and all this milk and honey is just oozing, dripping from my mouth, I'm like, I'm going to taste some of that. It's got to be a little bit for me in there. So I listened to it, and there was a word last week that came forth. Um, with a little bit of something that said, I can't say it again, because I said it last week, and if I repeated it, I wouldn't be doing it in a holy way, and I'll do it, be doing it in a repetitious way. So I'm going to take that back. Yeah. So I don't know if it's true or not, but I can tell you in a moment, it came to me as we were talking about being salt of the earth and what it means, that when Lot's wife as they were fleeing Sodom and Gomorrah, looked back and she turned into a pillar of salt. And as we spoke about how salt is a preservative, like Abraham said that if there are ten righteous, the whole city will be spared. So it, it came to me that you know, maybe she came back. She, wanted to, she said, you know what, maybe she didn't look back to say, oh, that's my life, I don't want to leave it. Maybe. Just maybe, she turned around and said, if there are ten righteous that will save that city, maybe if I go back, Adonai will have mercy on them. And that's why she became a pillar of salt. I looked through the commentaries, I didn't find nothing. The only witness I have to that is my own sneaking head. So I don't know if it's true or not, but that's my story and I'm sticking with it because that is our portion in this world to be a vessel of salvation to a lost, dark, decaying, rotting, sinful, dying world. To be a vessel of Yeshua. A vessel of salvation to a lost world. God the Father didn't name Yeshua Yeshua for nothing. He named him Yeshua because Yeshua means salvation. And the world is dying and needs saving. We are dying and need saving. So he brings Yeshua in and in a very Jewish Hebrew way he names the one based on what the calling is. So just like Isaac was named for the laughter that his mom 
laughed. And just like Abraham was named because he's a father of, of many people, Am. Yeshua was named Yeshua because the Hebrew word Yeshua means salvation. So it wasn't just a name like Brian or Val. It is a calling that Yeshua has. It is his, his essence to save. So I believe that when Lot's wife looked back, maybe it was Yeshua within her rising up to his calling and said, if I go there, since my husband's uncle, Abe, said if ten are there, the whole city will be spared, I'm going to go back and maybe Adonai will have mercy. We are vessels of Yeshua in a lost world. We are created, here's a little math. If A equals B and B equals C, therefore A equals C. The A equals B is we are created in the image of God. The B equals C is, I believe it's in Colossians, where it says that Yeshua is the visible image of the invisible God. Therefore, we are made in the image of Yeshua. So when salvation comes to live in us, the calling that Adonai had on Yeshua, the first fruit, comes into us. And that name, as we spoke the name over each other, comes into us. And we take on that name. So we are vessels of the one in this world. Yeshua is the seed of Abraham. Seed is meant to go into dirt. Into earth. We, according to the book of Genesis, are made from the earth. So if we are made from the dust of the earth and Yeshua is the seed, where else is that seed intended to go but into the earth? And it was an incredible revelation for me to understand what the seed does. Because I, not knowing anything about, what's the word for knowing stuff about plants? Is that botany? Not knowing anything about botany. I always thought that when you plant the seed, the seed cracks open and the plant comes out. That ain't what happens. What happens is the seed, 
Who is the one? Yeshua. The seed goes into the dirt. It cracks open. Down comes the root. Okay? Hear me out. Down comes the root. Establishes itself firmly. It does this thing within the earth to establish itself firmly. I want to be like a tree planted by the streams. And then what happens is a, a little stalk try, try to remember here. So, help me. Somebody help me. A little, a little stalk comes out and what comes out of the ground is not just the stalk. The seed itself comes out. Yeah. you got to see this picture. Yeah. The seed, the, the roots go down, and the seed, the one seed that gets planted into the earth, once it's firmly firm, starts to grow and comes out. And the flower that were the fruit-bearing, seed-bearing flower that comes out of the ground is the seed. It's not something that grew out of the seed and just came up. It's the seed itself. The same seed that was planted comes right on out. And then that one seed starts to drop the seed. And bees come and start sucking on it and bring it over here. But it's the one seed. What comes out of the ground is the one. It's, it's physically the seed that comes up and we see as a flower or as a fruit. So it is with Yeshua in us. Thirtyfold, he comes into us. But then he gets watered by faith. And the darkness we have in our lives is the soil. Oh, you got to hear that one. The darkness we experience in our lives is the soil. It's the nutrient that causes this thing to grow. And eventually when it's mature, that same seed will crash through the darkness. Yes. I think one or two or three people can understand what I'm saying. The other's like, huh? I'm in, I'm in the I'm in the camp of the huh. Started off in the camp of the mm-hmm, now in the camp of the huh. The darkness that we experience in our lives, the trials we experience in our lives, the contention we have with others in our lives, the sins we wrestle with, the things that we're going to break through but we have not yet broken through, that is the soil, that is the darkness because the roots grow in the dark. And this, the seed grows and it's growing and it's coming out and we don't see it yet but all of a sudden it breaks through the darkness the darkness is the trials of our lives it is the nutrients it is the fertilizer for this thing 
Because when the time comes, when we overcome the darkness, when the darkness, when the things we're dealing with is overcome, and a hundredfold, and it comes out for a seed, if it doesn't die, it just remains a seed. But when it dies, it comes forth and produces many. The darkness that we've dealt with and overcome will be used to bring salvation, Yeshua, to others. It is a limited revelation to come to church and bring light to a lit place. Sixtyfold, a hundredfold is to bring light to a dark place that needs the light. For a light shining light, only on light is limited. And Yeshua, the great physician, said himself that the healthy don't need a doctor. The sick do. And the darkness that we have dealt with in our lives strengthens our immune system. Because the spirit manifests itself naturally heaven on earth. So why do we have to deal with getting sick and viruses and catching colds and the flu? We don't want to catch the flu. We're going to go and get ourselves a little shot. I'll tell you this. When you catch the flu, it stinks. It's not fun. But what stinks about it is not the flu. It's your body fighting it. It's the wrestling match. Do you know that when you have a, a, a sickness like the flu and your throat swells up and you're runny and you're gooey and whatever it is, that's not the virus causing it. That's the immune system causing it. That's your body fighting it. If it didn't do that, the thing will just consume you. So thank God we get our sore throats and our temperatures up. And once it's done, once it's done, that strain of virus we will never get again. Because our immune system has become stronger from the experience that we hate so much. We will never get that, that virus again. And we can go to a camp of people who are all struggling with that virus and none of it will affect us because God has enabled us to have an immune system that learns these things and through the darkness and through the struggle it gets it, conquers it, understands it and will never get it again. I remember when I was about 20, I got chicken pox. 
They had to isolate us. I got a couple of scars from it. They had to isolate me. And it stunk. But I ain't never getting chicken pox again. Because my body understands now. So if there's a camp of people that are struggling with chicken pox, I can be there and it won't affect me for that strain. And that's why God puts us in dark places sometimes. And that's why God puts us in places where people need healing. Because the calling of Yeshua is to bring salvation. And even Yeshua, it says, he learned obedience through suffering. I don't even understand what that means. If you do, help me understand how God in the flesh needs to learn anything. I don't understand it. But it came through suffering. Suffering and the darkness we deal with is the fertilizer. It's the thing that causes our immune system to strengthen. And in this generation, the body of Messiah is suffering from a weak immune system. From ease. And from not wanting to deal with any sort of pain. The body of Messiah has a weak immune system in this generation. But God will not allow that. Because you cannot go to leper colonies until you've experienced it and have overcome it. And now that virus cannot affect you. Now you can go and shine light in that place. I've shared the story before. It's a limited understanding of what I'm saying. My wife Sue was dealing with some health issues a couple of years ago. It was uh, told she was told it was an autoimmune disease. It was multiple sclerosis. It was she was falling. She couldn't stand without falling. She was weak. She was shaking, tremoring. She couldn't stop these things. She wound up going to a place that has a, 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 a an anointing on a, on a ministry of healing. She went there. Not only was she cured of that, but she was also cured of food allergies that she's had. She didn't even go down there with that in mind. She came back and she was able to eat things that she's never been able to eat in her life. But the struggle that she went, the year to year and a half, when she dealt with this thing, it sucked. It was terrible. It was a tough time for her. But when she came on the other side of it, she was able to minister to people. And I remember when she actually spoke to a family, and I've mentioned this here before. Go friend Ruti Frankel on Facebook and get her story of how through her teenage years, she was allergic to everything. She couldn't go out into the sunlight because she had an allergic reaction. She couldn't eat anything barely because she would get an allergic reaction. She couldn't touch a tree or a flower or a rock because she would get an allergic reaction. And for her teenage growing years, she was stuck in her basement with foil everywhere. And there she lived, and there she stayed. And Susie, because she just she ministered to what she knows. She's like, you know, I know this place, and I had a great experience there. And the mother was like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, the mother said, you know what? My daughter is suffering so much. Let me call that place. So they call that place, and Ruti, the daughter, speaks to them on the phone. Through the conversation on the phone, she was healed. 
And for the first time in years, she walks up out of the basement. And she goes outside. And she walks around the house. It took her two hours to walk around the house. Not because she was walking slowly because she couldn't walk. Because she was stopping at every flower and every weed and touching everything that she wasn't able to touch. And then I called Susie on the phone, like, you're not going to believe what happened. And I told her about Ruti's healing. And Susie starts to cry. And she starts to thank God that she got sick. And I'll never forget the moment of hearing Susie on the phone going, and I quote, Thank you, God, that I was sick. Thank you, God, that I was sick. Thank you, God, that I was sick. I'll never forget the moment. Because just the simple ability to speak to a family that was suffering and said, you know, I have some positive experience here. It seems so limited, but it, it was a vessel to enable Ruti to come out of the basement. And then Susie saw the fruit in it. That she went through it for others, to bless others, to bring light to others that are in a dark place. I was blown away when I read about the Ebola virus and what is being used to heal these people that are getting Ebola and actually recovering. Something called plasma therapy. It's the blood from somebody else who had the virus yet overcame it. That person now in his blood has antibodies. And that blood is being used to heal those who have the disease. Hello, Yeshua. Hello, blood of the one who went through it already. Hello, Yeshua. The blood of the one who went through it already. He's the one with the antibodies because he went through it all. And he comes in and now we have the antibodies. Adonai is raising up his body in this generation with a weak immune system to have antibodies to go into dark place and be unaffected by it to be able to bring healing because of what you went through you want to get personal in this place well get personal Justin is going through what he's going through because he is going to minister to people in places that we cannot go into. Do you think that there's any amount of darkness that scares that kid? Not anymore. Not anymore. We saw it when we went to Haiti. And he was in Haiti and and these these people with demons coming out of him, he went right over to them and was casting demons out of people. Because of his experiences, he's not scared of nothing. And he will go into dark places. 
for people that are drug addicted and can't get out of it and will be able to bring healing, bring Yeshua to that place. Because he's got the antibody to it. Because he's got the antibody to it. Because he went through the virus. But Yeshua in his timing will come up like the seed will come out of the dirt. And at that point the roots will be firmly grounded. And where, where he will go will have no effect on him. You want to get personal. This one will be ministering to women who've lost their children. The sicknesses and the darknesses that he's putting us through. Because your calling is his calling. It's his calling in you to bring salvation. To bring the great physician to the sick. Churches these days are like hospitals without sick people. Because if a sick person comes in, we just kind of boot them out. We want to hang around with the doctors instead. They got the money. And they know when they're sick. They don't want to be contagious. They'll go home. They'll take a sick day. So it is with God's churches these days. They don't want to have the sick in them. That's why his body in this generation suffers from a weak immune system. But Adonai is going to take care of that. And it's going to be through the darkness. Because the roots grow deeper in the darkness. And nothing, nothing, nothing will stop the one seed that was planted in you when you accepted him into your heart coming out drop and seed. So the next time you get a little sick, get a little sniffled, thank him. Because when your body finds it out, understands it, and kicks it, you'll never get it again. But that's not for you. It's to be around those who have it. And you'll be unaffected. That's Yeshua's calling. That's why Jerusalem got destroyed in 70 AD. They knew the Torah perfectly. They kept it letter by letter. Better than any of us. Yet it got destroyed. Because they became an island unto themselves. And only a light unto themselves, but not a light to the lost. They either wanted to convert them or cast them out. And Adonai destroyed Jerusalem. And he brought down the temple only to raise up another temple in three days. Now you are the temple. And he is the king. Okay, I think the thoughts came together. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God.
strong immunity. That's what he's building in us. Strong immunity. Don't be so quick to put on those little masks. Walk around the street with those little hospital masks on. The body of Messiah looks like those uh, hazmat people. It's trying to protect themselves. People who had Ebola and recovered, they don't need to wear the hazmat suit anymore. Praise God. They got the antibodies. Now people are looking for their blood. How about that? Stay away from this guy, Ebola! Stay away! For the one who had it and overcame, give me some of that blood! Give me some, you had it all, give me your blood. We're going to use that to heal others. It's the only thing that's going to work. Speaking in mysteries, allow this to sink in.